the first vlog I've done in quite a long time. Um, as with everybody, busy work, COVID, all sorts. Um, but I wanted to talk about mental health today. It's the topic on Adoption Social Sunday with Adoption UK. Um, and it's something that has come up a lot, lots of questions around mental health and adoption. So I guess I just wanted to quickly outline my experience of mental health, how it influenced my adoption journey um, and how it continues to. So um, I, as a, as a child, had some difficulties when I was growing up. Um, I suffered with mental health through bullying, um, some challenges with my stepfather, um, general feelings of inadequacy and not belonging, not being normal, all those sorts of things. Um, when I was 16, I was prescribed antidepressants for uh, just being able to cope. I was in a really bad place, um, but I sought counselling at the same time. And I went through two years of counselling um, with MIND, which was really good. Um, I say really good, obviously you don't want to be in counselling, but it was um, really helpful to me. They taught me some techniques that helped me process and understand why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And more importantly, uh, enabled me to articulate how I was feeling, which was something I really struggled with. You know, just felt like a lot of pent up anger and resentment. And they taught me the skills I needed to talk about what it was, be reflective, not necessarily immediately move past, but start to process at that age. You know, I was like 18, what, why? why I felt like I did, why things had maybe happened. Um, and, and I came off the antidepressants with that, but ultimately those feelings have carried through and it's you know taken me a long time to work on my self-esteem, work on not needing to prove to people that I'm good enough to do things, or, you know, or be someone's friend or whatever, you know, whatever that happens to be. Um, I, I definitely have a tendency to push myself too hard. Um, I don't always know when to put the the brakes on. I definitely am better at it, a lot better at it the older I get. And I, you know, I try and learn from experiences. When I was in my mid twenties, I also had um, a bit of a, I'd say a mental breakdown, but it was, I'd push myself at work. I got promoted. I worked really hard. I was really worried that I wasn't going to get everything right. So I worked all silly hours and exhausted myself and ended up having to go into some cog cog cognitive and behavioral therapy, uh, which I did a variation of, shall we say, but um, it kind of worked for me. And it, I think more than anything, it just allowed me to take a step back and go, you did a good job. You can do the job you're doing. You don't need to doubt yourself. Um, but again, a learning experience. And then I suppose the, the other two or three big things that happened to me that have really challenged my mental health are um, breakup of a nine-year relationship. And that was when I was 26. So, you know, been together a long time from an early, early age, from adulthood. My decision to go, different, you know, reasons. I don't really want to go into those, but... It was hard. It was a real adjustment. I had to completely change my life, move out, had no money, had debt. Um, it was a really crippling feeling, actually. Um, had to create a whole new set of friends. It was really difficult. But I came out the other end a different person and more true to myself in terms of what I wanted to do. 
and, and I suppose the other time was when we lost um, when we lost the uh, foster to adopt child. Uh, I mean, that is absolutely the hardest thing that I've ever had to go through in terms of not not necessarily to get over because I think all the things I've been through previously had mentally helped equip me to for the coping mechanisms and the, the those strategies you need to build your resilience back up like talking I'm all about talking it out immediately went to see a counsellor I started seeing a counsellor before the, the baby left because I knew it was going to happen and I wanted to start breaking down my feelings and making sure that it wasn't building up too much but inevitably it was absolutely heartbreaking and you know will leave a a scar on my heart forever but ultimately was able to come out of it through not massively slow but a healing process employing some of the techniques that I've had 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 before I think a lot of the questions I get around will the, your mental health issues affect your ability to adopt and what I'd say is every mental health issue is unique um, it's all about the journey you're on with those mental health issues at that time I, I'm not a social worker but I don't think taking mental health medication as an example would specifically stop you adopting it's all about where you are in terms of dealing with your issues managing your issues you know how how long have you been in a good place let's call it um i definitely think my mental health issues were that in terms of the, the mental health issues i had and the way i dealt with them and the evidence i could show to how i dealt with them and how i'd learned from them actually made me a better prospect as an adopter because I could associate with so many things in the mental health space and how to deal with them and particularly as a child I've been through issues around identity um, definitely around attachment and I could relate a lot to some of the things that I talked about in adoption <clears throat> having been through them and then able to articulate how I felt about them and makes you allows you to then be more empathetic to the children's circumstances and actually I think that makes you stronger sometimes having been through mental health issues and dealt with them or dealing with them um, but obviously every case is unique and it will be down to the social workers to decide whether or not they feel you're at the right place to move forward but mental health is definitely a reason not to adopt if anything I think it's a it's positive if, if you've managed it properly and you've worked through it and you can again you can show that um, and your mental health does not necessarily stay sane once you've adopted. You know, it's a massive transition. It's a massive change to your life. Um, I think a lot of the time you forget that you've spent however long, you know, six months to a year being assessed. And previous to that, for whatever your personal circumstances might be, a long time building up to wanting to have a child. And then suddenly you have this child and you're like, oh, it's amazing. And, you know, you've got this. But then the reality kicks on of being a parent and unpacking that whole anticipation because you've got to this climax of having the child which is amazing but you've now got to be a parent and you've now got to in a, in a sense unpick some of how you've been feeling before and the reality of what it means to be a parent which for me was I was still perfect in that sense like it was hard but it's exactly what I wanted and I've you know I've never wanted anything more and I, I really enjoy being a parent but it's hard um and the process is hard depending on how you go through it as well so yeah I mean my, I guess the sentiment I'm trying to give is mental health does not stop you adopting. Managing mental health well, being able to show that and the fact you can use that is actually an asset and you should absolutely capitalise on that asset. Um, 
But if you've got mental health issues that you're still dealing with, I'd encourage you to, to go and seek help. If you've got help, continue dealing with those to make sure you're mentally prepared for the process and for actually adopting. Because as much as you may want a child, you're not doing yourself or anyone else any favours if you haven't managed your own issues. So, you know, that's that's what the social workers will be there to work out. So don't take offence, be open and honest, because that's what that's what they need and that's what you need. And it's not fair to the children if you if you don't like that. But I think in the most cases, most people will be managing it, going through it. And therefore, the social workers will just want to understand it. Um, and the other thing is when you are going to talk about those in your sessions don't try and go back to work afterwards because I try to do that and I tell you what your brain is just like mush because it's just like deep dark memories of childhood or things you don't necessarily want to talk about and then you come out at the end of it and you need like a good night's sleep just to get over it or certainly it did for me and I learned very quickly after my assessing sessions just don't don't try and work afterwards it's too much like hard work but um yeah, so mental health, deal with it, make sure you're managing it, use it, don't let it put you off adopting, it shouldn't stop you adopting at all, you just need to be in a good place, in a good un, under management and, you know, in a good sense of well-being, so, yeah.